Chapter 47 of Entertaining Made Easy by Emily Rosebert. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 47. An Orchard Pageant. There's no wedding quite so picturesque as the outdoor one. Famous is the orchard wedding beneath a blossoming apple tree where the air is filled with fragrance and the bridal party comes winding through the trees to the trysting place. It needn't be only a poetic fancy either. It's entirely practical. And if you have a comparatively small house, why not give your guests the beautiful freedom of outdoors instead of cooping them up in the house? Mark out the path beforehand by mowing the grass in the chosen direction. Select plenty of ushers to conduct the guests to the spot and provide benches and settees for the older folk who may find it tiring to stand till the wedding party arrives. There need be no decorations except the natural ones of the orchard. Preparations may consist of raking out dead leaves and branches. A victrola may be arranged in the proper place to furnish the wedding processional, or perhaps a musical friend may be found to play the violin. The simpler the pageant, the more effective it will be. First may come a tiny flower girl in a white frock, swinging a curtain-flowered sunbonnet from which she tosses apple blossom sprays. If there are bridesmaids, they should wear the simplest of pink dresses with pink fillets on their hair or else wide straw hats trimmed only with a tiny wreath of flowers. Possibly the maid of honor may add a note of contrast by wearing forget-me-not blue. Last of all appear the bride and bridegroom together, for in an old-fashioned orchard wedding that is less awkward than for the bridegroom to come from some other direction. The bride should wear a simple white gown. Formal satin would be out of place. The wedding breakfast may be served picnic fashion on a long table of boards decked with apple blossoms. Toasts and strawberry punch are in order while an orchestra of robins and bluebirds sing in the apple trees round about, unless the noise drives them away. The little waiting maids should wear white aprons and white caps with an apple blossom sprig stuck in the top. Following them came a flock of flower children, tiny girls and boys scattering flower petals from the high-handled baskets swinging in their chubby little hands. Last of all, four abreast, came the bride and bridegroom, with the bride's mother, who gave her away, on the right of the bride, and the best man on the left of the bridegroom. The ribbon girls had accompanied the procession at the proper intervals holding the aisle ribbon, and the last two brought up the rear, winding up the ribbon as they came. The reception took place immediately afterward on the lawn, and the guests were served with ice cream and cake whenever they chanced to be by the attentive ribbon girls. In the backyard at a long table, a colored caterer superintended the service. Although it was a most successful wedding, and at the same time a fairly easy one to plan since there was no question of overcrowding in the house, although in case of rain it could have been managed there. End of chapter 47